The Chosen is the first ever multi-season television series about the life of Jesus the Christ and the followers he chose. This is an independent account of that TV series brought to you by the Tally.life. Welcome to the unofficial Chosen broadcast. And welcome to the unofficial Chosen broadcast. This is episode 12 of everybody's favourite Chosen commentary podcast, I guess you could call it, or show. Uh, It's your old mate DJ Payne here as your host and joining me as always over the the Facebook messenger line here. It's the wonderful, (laughs) the man, the legend, Prophets. How are you, sir? Oh, yes. I am good. I'm good. Hey, I broke uh, broke the golden rule. Um, Oh, you you said one of the first things you need to understand in, uh, you know, when you're on the radio or you're doing that type of thing is not to eat peanuts. Um, <laughs> or, you know, it, it affects the way you talk. You can hear it, the mouth or whatever. Look, and, and this is, uh, I've got to justify it by saying this, okay? Oktoberfest, uh, you know, we're coming up to October. <laughs> if you get in the Audi at the end of September, you yes. can access the Oktoberfest uh, items that they've got for sale. And one of which, once a year, I've got to yes. go in and stock up on peanut puffs, which they get over from that side of the world for Oktoberfest yes. and I've been smashing them down so if if, if I um, if I choke halfway through my sentence it's because I've had a throat full of peanut puffs all morning <laughs> now can I can I do something controversial and this show is not brought to you by the uh, the German shopping you know conglomerate that is Aldi's uh, or Aldi there uh, we we are not brought to you by them at all but I tried the peanut puffs. I'm quarter. I'm quarter German, right? I'm mm. quarter German on my mum's side. Um, I have. I had great uncles who, uh, in the 1930s, changed their names from like. Adolf and Henrik and Heimlich and all these all these oh, great man. German names. They they had all the great German names, and then in the in the in the thirties and forties when they were young men, all of a sudden they went by Fred, Harry, Jack. You know, <laughs> they all changed their, they all changed their names back there. So I've got I've got that uh, you know that German ancestry there. And I get very excited at the same thing when I go in there and see all this German stuff. I'm like, oh, let's go for yeah. it. Let's see. Peanut puffs did not do it for me, bro. You don't. You, they don't do it for you. They oh, didn't do it for me. I, I, I know. I, I was disappointed with myself. I was, I was like, peanut puffs. These are going to be phenomenal. Like they're bringing the, 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 the world of the chip and the world of the peanut together. Into, this is going to be one amazing. Beautiful union in and out, <laughs> bro. How can you not? Hey, hey, if you give it one more try, but this okay, time, okay, this right. time, sprinkle a bit of paprika over it. Oh, okay, okay. or even smoked paprika. Okay, it might just lift it for you. I like it. All right, maybe even a bit peanut- of chili. <laughs> I don't like to have to uh, use use like your, your your chip product and then make it and into a recipe. That's <laughs> like, man, I didn't buy a, a packaged thing so that I'll be cooking. I bought it to snack on. I'm not doing the work here. Come on. Oh dear. Oh dear. Hey, uh, we're we're back with you on this episode. Uh, like I said, this is episode 12 of the podcast, and this around about 10 to 12. Episode 10 to 12 is where most podcasts usually fall off. Mm. Uh, the average the average age of a podcast is about 10 to 12 episodes. And then uh, most people, when they get to about that stage, if they get to that stage, they go, 
uh, actually, this is a lot of work and I've got this out of my system. I've got nothing left to say. And out they go. They sort of just it disappears. So we've we've gotten over the hump. I'm excited because we've gotten over the hump and, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, establish ourselves here as the chosen podcast the show. Yeah. Yes, the premier, the premium one. We're, we're it. So uh, we're, we're excited. We're going through season two here, and uh, we've got a lot of information to get through. Get through to you. Uh, we like to kick off the, um, you know, the the show with a current view of the the view count, the current you know view count in the app. So when you open up the chosen app, and you, we recommend if you're going to follow along with this, obviously you're downloading the chosen app on your on your device, on your phone, or on your whatever you've got. And uh, in it, it'll show you the view count. Spread the word, share the chosen. This is how many views the chosen has seen. Now the problem is. Last episode, we we literally recorded just a couple of days ago, mm. so it's not like the view, it's not like the view count it's not like the view count's gone up a, a, a great deal here. We're still sitting around about four hundred and eighteen point eight, heading up to point nine million views. So yeah. you know, getting very close to that half a billion mark. Uh, mm. there. I don't know if they're going to hit half a billion before. Uh, season three hits, or it'll definitely do it soon as soon as season three hits. They'll get, they'll be hitting that half a billion. Mm. Jeez. So uh, we we like to kick off with that. Now, even though it's only been a, a couple of days uh, from our last recording, we do like to check in and uh, hear how the families are doing and everything like that. Uh, you've we, we're 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 sitting here uh, on the cusp of uh, school holidays oh, yeah. uh, here in Australia. So uh, what what's are you guys going to do anything fun for school holidays? You and the kids and the lizard. We we and the lizard. Uh, <laughs> look, we're after the school holidays. We're we're going to go away for a few days because. Um, you know, we like many people, we had a lot of credits and uh, and things uh, kind of tucked away in lieu of cancelled trips and stuff over COVID. So that's going to be cool. So during the holidays, man, we're just going to be chilling out and uh, probably doing a lot of 3D printing. Um, oh, why not? It's there. With it. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, now, now you mentioned the three D printer. You mentioned the new three D printer on the last episode. Uh, what is the goal with the three D printer? What What are you aiming uh, aiming at uh, doing? Is it a work thing? Is it a hobby thing? What's the goal with the three D printer? Both and all. Um, okay. So there's 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 some resin printing action and there's some filament printing action. And uh, look, not to not to divulge too much, but uh, there is some prototypes in the work for some yeah. unique hip-hop collectibles. Ooh. Um, so will, will there be more info on that? Um, can, 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 we, can we slightly change, you know, direction of it? And is there, is there a way to, uh, to get some chosen collectibles happening through a 3D printer? Bro, if I can get you, print you out a resin, like so it's solid as, scroll yeah. doll, imagine <laughs> that. Imagine if you had your own scroll doll. <laughs> I, mean, I love it, wouldn't, it. It wouldn't have the same feel as like a hand carved, whittled, you know, bit of wood yeah. with a straw for the hey, hair. Well, but, you know, right. mass, we got to we got to mass produce these things. The demand is going to be so high. Uh, right. What about what about um, is is a, a bobblehead type of type of thing? Is that beyond a three D printer's uh, a capability? But you can pull off a lot of stuff, man. You can you can okay. print things in sections and then yes. have them designed in a way where they snap together. So that's okay. that's quite possible because with with a with a resin printer, it's yep. uh you know you can get like a solid 
plastic model kind of thing like a lot of other like tabletop games and stuff whereas yep. with the filament one it's it's a very different style I feel like I'm just nerding out right now. We, we've turned. We, oh, look. This is your premiere 3D printing <laughs> from home podcast. We've, we're pivoting. We're pivoting the chosen broadcast here into uh, into uh, all things 3D printing. <laughs> hey, look, well, let, let's let's put it like this: if if anybody listening has got an idea of what we could be 3D printing, is there any way we could do this? I uh, I know um, I know some 3D uh, modeling guys, people who work out designs on the uh, you know they work out the do 3D the modeling things. Yeah, they do the sculpting. On, on the on the computer, so uh, maybe you've got someone who's good at designing something in three D on the computer and the programs and stuff like that. Maybe you could send it to us, and uh, you know, I'd love to see uh, a couple of uh, a couple of the disciples as bobblehead figures or some oh, sort of on. you know little printable figure that we can have, like, like your, a like, like your pop pop vinyl style. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but you. But there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of hand painting going to going to have to go into that. But uh, but uh, anyway, we'll, that's we'll, the fun we'll, part. We'll, that's we'll, the fun part. Yeah, we'll spitball. We'll spitball all, all of that information here. <laughs> yeah. We'll spitball look, all of that. That's it. But look, long story short, nothing too um too exciting. In the whole it's just just letting the kids kind of pick some cool stuff to do. Like nice. You know, I think they're enjoying having the freedom of choosing what to do since we don't have so many restrictions and all that this year. Um, yeah. So I think it'd be cool, and then uh, yeah, we'll go away. But uh, what about you? Are you guys on it yet? I know you got a different uh, schedule. Down yeah, there, right? yeah. We've got one more week uh, as of recording. We got a one more week left of school holidays, and um, no. So we've got a few different things. We're just waiting for this Victorian weather to to know what it's doing. One day it's perfectly sunny. The next day it's raining. You know, you get the four seasons in one day down here. It's very, very crazy weather. Uh, but I do, I do want to give a quick shout out. Last night, I was able to, uh, I was a host of an event last night down here in Geelong for a place called, uh, and I'll put a link in the show notes here, Academy Christus. Mm. Academy Christus, uh, otherwise known as AK. Uh, it is a for want of a better word, it's a uh, a youth centre or are now two youth centres in Bali, in Indonesia there, and are started by a bunch of local guys. They teach kids, uh, you know, young Balinese kids who come out of, they don't like to use this word anymore, it's sort of like not appropriate, but, you know, originally, in the original marketing, it was all like, you know, reaching the Bali slums, mm. um, and so uh, we they, they, they reach, you know, a lot of young people who are... Uh, you know, not involved in schools or have been kicked out of schools or even have learning disabilities. And they're bringing their in and they're teaching them um, levels of education, but also doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu with them, teaching them all these different skills, Absolutely phenomenal, legendary group of people doing it. Uh, they've got a vision to see two more uh, of these sort of like you know uh, you know centres open around around Bali in some of the roughest parts of Bali, and just to see uh, the video updates and everything like that of what they're doing was amazing. So I was able to be a host of that. It was a wonderful night. Probably about ninety Man. people there. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of money raised uh, that 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 is going towards it. They've just been able to buy another another property. I think for about forty thousand dollars. Australian. So uh, I've got, I've got this dream though. I've got this dream to sort of bring the two worlds together. Uh, you know, talking to the lot of the, lot of the guys involved in running it, I'm like, hey, how would a group of Australian hip hop heads come go over there? Mm. Like, uh, you know, can we bring the break dancers? Can we bring the graph riders? Can we bring some? Uh, Dude, you know, in our in our network, we've we've got multiple dudes that are at a level to teach. Um, yes, like BJJ and and that, those types of martial mixed martial arts as well too. 
Yeah, Ooh. so I think it would I think it would be a perfect a perfect little right. mix to go over to Bali. And we know how much an Australian bogan loves to holiday in Bali. Oh, so bro, that's, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> to be honest, my I, I love traveling. I've been to more places in the world I can you know poke a stick at. Yeah. But the one thing that stops me from wanting to go to Bali <laughs> in Indonesia is the Australians, bro. <laughs> well, it's always like, the way. I, I said it, so I was like, oh, have you been to, to, to Bali? I was like, no, I want to go to Indonesia. I don't know about Bali. I was like, if I wanted to see a bunch of, <laughs> you know, drunk Aussies on holiday, I'd just go to the Gold Coast. Um, <laughs> like, hey, I'm from the Gold Coast. What are you What are you saying there? What are you saying? <laughs> now, I know, look, and that's one of the reasons why I've never gone to Bali is because I grew up on the Gold Coast. Mm. And every other Aussie Yahoo uh, for the American listener, the, the you know the the red redneck blue collar worker, their idea of paradise on earth is going to spend your big Aussie dollars mm. in the cheap land of Bali, yeah. usually and, on oh, some pretty what, sketchy, it, it, it sketchy looks stuff. Beautiful and and yes. bang for your buck for a holiday. It'd be incredible. And you know one day I'll get there. But for for me, it's a, a holiday in a, in a very different culture. I, yeah. I can't do the the resort thing. Like it's nice to kind of wrap up with that, but I'm I'm more I want to venture out into yes, you know, away from anyone that looks like me, and I want to experience something that's happening on a different part of yeah. the world, you know. And that's uh, to me, that's a massive experience because it's you know you can learn more on an international trip than you can yeah. in an entire you know year course. You know, sitting yes. in the classroom. You know, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent experience. Anyway, well, I got some as usual. Got some ideas that I'll be uh, shooting around here, um, around uh, the AK. Big shout out to the AK team, Woon, Jeff, and the whole crew who uh, who are working on that. And uh, it was wonderful to be able to host that last night. So I'll put some links if that sounds interesting. Uh, go go check them out. Hey, listen, let's take a quick break. We've been yapping on too long. Let's mm. take a quick break. We'll be back to actually break down this episode here on the unofficial chosen broadcast. You're listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. And you are back on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. It is episode 12 where we're looking at season two, episode two of the amazing television show, The Chosen. This episode is called I Saw You. Mm. Uh, It originally aired on April the 13th, 2021, uh, a week after the uh, episode one. It came out, you know, they dropped this one a week later. And uh, the synopsis, it goes for 53 minutes. We'll we'll mention that as well. It goes for 53 minutes. Uh, The synopsis for this episode uh, on the the app and on IMDb is... A mysterious visitor seeks to meet Jesus, but the disciples are hesitant. 
tension builds between Simon and Matthew. As the group heads to a new city, word arrives that Jesus's fame is growing. Ooh. That's the uh, <laughs> that's a synopsis there. Uh, now uh, you know we, we'll, we'll fly into uh, we'll fly into the uh, to the actual episode here. Um, and is uh, but from the upfront, uh, you know, I thought about doing this. Just just you know, in, initial gut reaction. If you have to sum up this episode uh, in a, in a few. Words uh, now that you've seen it, uh, and people are, people who you know thinking about going into it. What how what would you sum this one up as? Anti bullying campaign. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to keep anybody uh, wanting to watch this one now. Uh, you might have you might no, that, have spoiled it. That's there. a subplot. That's a subplot for sure. Now we get to meet, and we'll cut cut to the you know the chase straight here. We get to meet a young Jewish uh, architect designer straight off the bat here uh, in the in the cold opening, and his name is Nathaniel. Oh yeah. Now, did you did at a particular point did you go? Oh, okay. I think this guy is this. I think this guy is that. Where where did you begin to click on who this character is? So I've got a confession. Yes. Well, it's not a confession. It was an accident. So, usually, I go in completely <laughs> blind, right? And I won't even read the title or anything like that. When, you know, first impression of this, when it, you know, you press the button and you send it to your TV from the from the app, yes. I saw the title. Um, oh, no. And the thumbnail was a guy sitting under the tree. And okay. when I said, I saw you and there was a dude sitting under the tree, I instantly clicked and I was like, oh, man. Where we're gonna meet a new disciple, and I know which one. I know which one it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, but I was yeah. not expecting how they set up his backstory and all that stuff, which was a really yeah. cool intro. Now to tie it into last week's episode, did you at all recognize? Okay, so in in last week's episode, with season two, episode one, we had the cold opening of all these older. Disciples, mm. the actors being aged up a little bit, talking about their memories, and we had a character in there that we hadn't met before. There was a new yeah. face there. Did you when did you recognise and put the two and two together? Yeah. So my my prediction uh, last week, I didn't I didn't share a prediction on on the last episode. My, my oh no, we talked was, about it. we didn't do it. Yeah. My prediction was going to be either I was like either we're gonna get a proper glimpse into that person that they teased us with at the the start of the old yep. character or, ah. you know, or it's going to really go down the road of this like kind of snowballing uh, popularity of Jesus and, and people wanting him to speak and the crowds gathering and stuff. Ooh. So uh, it almost, you know, I mean, just from the synopsis, it looks like we're going to get both of those kind of and, and an added bonus in this episode, which is kind of cool. Yeah, very much, very very cool. The uh, there, so so just to bring it in, one of the faces that we saw remembering Jesus on the mm. last episode is this new disciple. New, you know, he will soon be a disciple. And if you've read the New Testament, you know where what's coming. Uh, Nathaniel there. So uh, that that is all. 
and to give a little bit what they've done again in, in our language, our, the extracurricular activity here <laughs> that uh, Dallas and the crew write, and we love, love love when they do it. They've given Nathaniel a backstory of being a Jewish architect, mm-hmm. and he wants to you know he wants to be uh, you know uh, praise God through his amazing uh, architecture work. He's he's got a commission of this design. He's he he feels like he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He feels like he might be facing some anti-Semitism there from his fellow workers. And the, and the bosses and stuff. Just because I was smart enough to go to school instead of getting mud. 20 men show up every day. Who cares what they think? I care. They need to share a vision. They need to each do their jobs. The day laborer, the craftsman, the foreman, and the architect. Yes. In concert with me. Who do you think you are? I am the foreman here. You think that if everyone would just do it your way, that it will all turn out? I do. Well, people have their own ideas. You're ruined, do you hear me? It's over! There's a massive disaster on the job site. Nobody is killed, but people are injured, and he is fired. His name is in mud. He's a upcoming architect. He's, 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 he's you know, Gonski. He's not going to be... Mm. Uh, and so he's facing rack and ruin at the beginning, you know, the beginning of his career. And that's the cold opening uh, right. in you the know scene. You've got people watching that opening scene that goes, you see, this is what happens when you hire an architect instead of an engineer, mate. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the foreman of the job was basically having that exact same architect with him. That you know, with the architect there, really, really funny. Okay, so in this in the first act here, as we open up into into the episode, we've got the boys, we've got the the crew there, we've got Thomas, uh, we've got Simon Peter, we've got James and John collecting firewood. Jesus has given him a job to do, and uh, he'd uh, you know they're out doing doing a job, and they meet a mysterious the mysterious stranger um and they're all very on guard they're thinking um mm. that this could be a spy thomas who's new on the scene is like what, you guys are totally overacting the fact that they're reaching for knives uh, uh, they're really- <laughs> they like walk up and they're like ready they're just ready to jump this to you man. followers of the rabbi jesus of nazareth don't say anything could be a spy spying for whom for what there are spies but they're not smart enough to dress like this are you Simon, son of Jonah? Who are you? You're new at this. I get it. Once you've followed your rabbi for long enough, you won't even blink when a strange man such as myself walks out of the woods with a message he can only give to Jesus directly. Yeah, we are pretty new. Doesn't make us dumb. We can't let you see the rabbi without knowing your business. I can't say. If you want to send me away, fine. Say hello to my friend Andrew for me, though. Hey! There he is! <laughs> wow! You smell terrible! Uh, what did you expect, huh? Come on! What are you doing here? Yeah, they're ready. They're ready to jump, jump him. And uh, you, uh, this this guy is very funny from the beginning. This you know, this wandering, you know, this wanderer who's coming in, and he says, "I've I've come for a message for Jesus." But before they can do any of that, Andrew comes running up and spots him, and it's Philip. 
Yeah. It's Philip. It's the it's the uh, disciple Philip who was a disciple of John the Baptist. And we know we know from the Gospels that Andrew and Philip, as disciples of John the Baptist, Jesus called them, you know, to come and follow him. Mm. So you know, woohoo! There's you know, Andrew's got a friend. It's a it's a big bit of a joke here. And uh, you know, Simon Peter's brother. He's like. Man, I've, I've got a whole life outside of what I do yeah. with you, you know. Like I'm not just it's not as if I just don't exist when I'm not with you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, uh, so Philip is, uh, you know, immediately, um, he's both the newcomer, uh, you know, as he into this small group of, uh, you know, disciples around Jesus, but he's also because he's been basically on the run with John the Baptist for years, he's, he knows this wandering, travelling lifestyle. Yeah. So it's a really fun dynamic that the, 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 the crew is new to this nomadic lifestyle, uh, you know, but they've formed a bit of a bond, whereas Philip, even though he's new to the crew, he knows that nomadic lifestyle and he's very strange, yeah. very weird, very... And, uh, and uh, what I love about like them introducing him at this point too is he's not just familiar with the travelling life, but but living under a you know under a rabbi, living under someone who's teaching him, and like it's almost like he comes in and he's he's pouring that out to these guys as well. He's like setting a culture within yes. the group as a secondary, you know, leader just by the way he carries himself, and it's like perfect time because there's all that tension with the different personalities, and they've got someone who's already modelling, uh, you know. What his you know kind of teacher was like, and I'm like, this is exactly kind of cool. It's very cool, very cool, and again, great, great cultural setup. Great, um, again, great efficiency of writing from the writing team of the chosen because they set up a few things straight away. Philip uh, recognizes that that there is a tension between the most of the crew and Matthew as a tax collector and again he's been on the road for long enough to know I've got to squash this beef yeah. but you know the crew's not going to survive like that and uh so he immediately takes a warming up to Matthew he's like right I've got I've got to, I've got to fix this situation but there's also a great scene where they're quoting the old testament together and all the men mm. know the old testament you know, passages, they know them off by heart. They know where they're from as you, know, cause that was school for Jewish boys of that, you know, in that time, that's, how, that's how they learned everything. They learned by memorizing uh, and knowing the passages, but the women, uh, the women don't. Shields and bucklers, bows and arrows, clubs and spears, and they will make fires of them for seven years so that they will not need to take wood out of the field or cut down any out of the forests. For they will make their fires of the weapons. Shall we? The women don't, and even Matthew doesn't because he wasn't raised in that, in that world. And so there's a bit of a, uh, you know, we're set up with this little thread of, Oh, the women and Matthew are at a disadvantage to everybody else knowing the knowing the Old Testament off by heart type of thing. So, uh, interesting little dynamic there of, of things that they leave. You know, they they, they let on. Uh, we then cut to Nathaniel, uh, the ruined architect, uh, heading into uh, a pub. It's not it's not the beloved hammer. Uh, it's not that hammer. <laughs> it's, it's a chain. It's kind of like a chain. There's one. In yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's. 
Yeah, yeah, it's the Philippi Hammer. It's a it's a branded th- it's a branded thing there. Um, the he goes in there. Yeah, exactly. He goes in. <laughs> he goes in. It's uh, what is the uh, you know? It's like a uh, in in Australia we have a chain of like uh, beer, wine, spirits. Mm. We have a chain of uh, you know or, you know the the, the bottleos you know type of thing around the country. So it might be one of those. It might be one of those with a pub attached. Uh, and we get this uh, great scene between uh, Nathaniel, uh, who's who's heartbroken and. Uh, pouring out his heart to the bartender. We got that classic bartender, uh, you know, bartender attitude of, uh, you know, just being the shoulder to cry on. Tell me about him. He was an architect. That's what he wanted to be his whole life. Sad. He came from nothing. Worked his way up. Loved God. He wanted to build synagogues eventually. I, I, you know, that's not very popular around here. One with colonnades that sing, parapets that practically pray, vaunted halls that draw the soul upward to God. That's what God made him for. Or so he thought. He sounds like an ambitious guy. What did he die of? Hubris. It's me, by the way. I'm the dead man in the story. Yeah. I got that. So it's a it's it's a fun little scene there, as they as they go through that. Uh, we then cut back to um, uh, uh, you know a, a conversation between f- this newcomer Philip. So we get to know Philip a little bit more as a as as a follower of uh, John the Baptizer, talking to Matthew, and we get to hear Matthew's story a little bit more and mm. see a little bit more of Matthew's. Um, Correct me, uh, you know, Prof. I don't know the right right words to use here that aren't going to be, you know, offensive to somebody or politically incorrect. Uh, we get to see a little bit more of Matthew's mental condition. Yeah, just like the way he sees the world, you know, and, and I feel like when somebody with a personality like Philip comes in, it's like you don't feel invisible anymore. If you've yep. been, you know, spending your whole life not understanding people, not being able to read social cues, this and that. And then all of a sudden someone like Philip comes in, bro. It's like, he just, he's not invisible anymore. eh? It's, uh, it was a beautiful, just seeing that dynamic of, of this new guy taking Matthew in and actually treating him like a real life person. Bro, it was a a special couple of scenes in there, man. What's up with you and Simon? He doesn't like me. He sees me as his enemy. Why? As a tax collector. Mm-hmm. That was everyone's enemy. That doesn't shock you. I was something else once too. Once you've met the Messiah, am is all that matters. Next time he rides you, remind him that the people out there, they want to define us by our past, our sins. How did you memorize prophecy? In Hebrew school, like all Jewish boys, didn't you? I started, but then I skipped ahead. I was sent to apprentice under a bookkeeper. Were you that good with numbers or that bad with Torah? I was proficient in both. No, I'm kidding. How old when you skipped ahead? Eight. Eight? I showed unusual promise. (laughs) I bet you did. How come you never circled back to Torah? I was paraded before the magistrate. Rome offered me higher wages than the annual income of my father and three of his brothers combined. Bought my first house when I was 13. 
Why did you need to buy a house? My father kicked you out. But then we also get Matthew, and again, they've, they've set up Matthew, the tax collector, um, here, one of the disciples. They've set him up as a young, for want of a better word, mildly autistic, or somewhere mm. on that spectrum of autism where he can, you know, his mind is super sharp, but he doesn't understand, you know, how everybody knows what everybody's feeling and he doesn't understand, mm. you know, what's appropriate and stuff. And you can see Philip as an older, you know, stepping in as a bit of an older mentor here uh, saying, um, you know, I understand. I understand what you're feeling. Taking his time and letting him know, hey, it's going to be okay. Mm. If, if, the, if the master's called you, then he's called you for a purpose and don't worry about where you're at. It's a beautiful, you know, yeah. again – Great, great relationship, and you can see Matthew even even as a young man, um, you know, r- really responding and and being drawn out, uh, you know, by by an older mentor type of thing. So it's a re- really beautiful picture and in if that you way. Fallen in love with Matthew by oh. now, <laughs> you will this episode. If you haven't yeah. watched it yet, yeah. go and watch yeah. it, and you you you'll fall in love with him even yeah. more. Yeah. So. And uh, and bravo, uh, bravo uh, uh, again to the actors, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to the actors playing them here. Paris Patel as Matthew uh, does an absolute uh, phenomenal job, and Yoshi Barigas. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. There is Philip. Uh, like he ama- he he does an amazing job because uh, within I'm not joking within seconds of him. Uh, being in the middle of this crew, he is completely you. You warm to him straight away. Yeah, you know he's got this. He's he does such a great. He's got such a great charismatic personality. He's he's so warm and and inviting. Uh, he's a great addition. A great addition to the tension that is this growing bunch of disciples. All right, we cut back to Nathaniel sitting underneath the tree. Uh, Pouring out his heart, quoting quoting the uh, the Psalms back to back to God in a prayer, as he burns his plans, his dreams, his mm. portfolio, and crying out to God that uh, you know that he needs he needs God. He's lost. He's at his wit's end. And I think we've all. Uh, I think we've all had, I was going to say, I think every young man, but I, I don't want to be uh, misogynistic here. I think every person, most people have had a moment underneath that tree saying, saying, God, I'm at my wit's end. Do you even see me? Do you even know that I exist? Hear my prayer, oh Lord. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. No. Do not hide your face from me. Do you see me? Yeah. And, I, you know, that's a great, uh, you know, great way to... Um you know, I, I think that's basically the end of Act. I would sort of say that's the end of Act One, where it's set up the tension of this stranger. We set up the tension of the disciples. We get this growing relationship between, uh, you know, Philip and Matthew there, and uh, I think that's a great place to uh, take a break mm. and uh, and and have a have a bit of a break here. Uh, let's um let's get into uh, some music here on the show. Uh, back by popular demand, we played it last week. I'm going to play it again. 
again because it is such a great track. Jonathan Ogden from the UK. Uh, He's uh, from Manchester there. I love this new single of him. It is called This Love. We'll be back with more from The Chosen here in just a moment. Oh, Lord, my Lord, how majestic is your name. One glimpse of you, I'll never be the same. I could search the world, I would only find there's no one like you, no one like you. It's more than words can say, I never could explain this kind of love. Official chosen broadcast, Jonathan Ogden with This Love. Go give him a shout out. Let him know that you heard his song played on the Tukpa. And uh, we'll see if he gets in contact with us. Hey, uh, it's DJ and Prophet here. We're looking at the uh, the chosen uh, television show, season two, episode two. It is I Saw you. It's a great, uh, if I do say so myself, it's a great episode uh, as as we're setting up, uh, you know, season two here. Now, we've we've just finished off seeing uh, Matthew and Philip 
you know, connecting with each other over, you know, collecting firewood and trying to work it out there. And we've seen Nathaniel uh, at his wits end, uh, you know, you know, burning up his hopes and dreams and crying out to God and, and, and basically uh, feeling like he's got nothing. You know, the sky mm. is silent if, if, you know, very much the feeling of that as he basically, walks away. Basically, 2020 was a scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the scene. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people had a moment underneath the tree yes. in 2020 and 2021. Uh, well, we cut we we cut back to the show and we cut back to the camp and uh, finally uh, from some uh, mysterious uh, you know uh, trip, uh, Jesus returns uh, to the camp and uh, Philip is very 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 excited to uh, to to see uh, to see this thing and you know to see the guy. And uh, Jesus is like, I mean, I remember, I remember seeing you when I was baptized by John. And again, it's those almost like those comic book moments, those Bible nerd moments for people yeah. who read the Bible and, and pay attention to all of that, all of that there. So it's a great to see, uh, you know, Philip and, and Jesus having this great connection straight away. Uh, Philip as an as a as an uh, emissary from his cousin John the Baptizer. He sends me with a message. Hmm. Wants me to tell you something. On my behalf. That's good because I have something to say to you too. It's a very short message. Only two words. Mine is also short. Follow I me. I will. So John thinks you're ready? Yes. He spoke with someone. Shall we? Uh, so great moment and uh, they've got plenty of uh, plenty of things to talk about talk to. Uh, Philip's got a lot of questions and they have a, a, a really wonderful moment uh, of, of Philip and Jesus over the campfire in the camp, uh, you know, sort of, you know, sort of setting uh, setting up what's going to be a really interesting relationship between the two of them as they go along. Uh, the next day we have... Um, uh, a scene between the women. We now have two women uh, in the in the crew, and it is Rama, uh, which is um, you know Thomas's betrothed, uh, who's who's brand new to the scene, and you know in what in what some would consider the original disciple Mary Magdalene, mm. uh, who's uh, who's who's you know they they've sort of bonded together, obviously being the two two women, and they they've they've made a made a note that uh, you know basically they. Uh, as most women wouldn't would have in the, in that time, uh, Rama doesn't know how to read, mm. doesn't know how to how to write. She's she's never been taught. She's a, she's a woman in that culture, and the men were taught you know these things. The women were taught home duties and things like that. We need to catch up. Okay. How? I can't read. I'll teach you how to read and write. Oh. Where would we get materials? Leave it to me. I know who to ask. And so uh, they, uh, they're, they're like, we need to rectify this somehow. So they're building on that original, you know, in Act 1, they're building on that first thing where the women didn't know the passages and how they're going to solve that. Uh, we have uh, Philip standing up for Matthew with Simon and the rest of the disciples. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a really... Um, you know, really funny scene where Philip uh, tells a story about how John the Baptist didn't bother to learn anybody's name <laughs> yeah, of his disciples. Uh, it was, uh, you know, and they sort of, because they were on the run all the time, they didn't really bother to, you know, to, to do that. So it's a very, uh, a, a very different connection there. Uh, another great scene with, uh, with, with Matthew as he's, uh, 
is making as as a guy with the with the book and the pen and being the you know the 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 OCD type of guy he's he wants to record everything accurately as it happened he knows that this is all important what's happening to him in the short time that I have followed people have quarreled over things Jesus said remembered things differently and disputed his meaning i think it's best we have a written record to refer back to everything he says and does yes that's not a good idea why we have enemies there are people trying to trap jesus in his words they could twist something he said to defame him have you thought about that they will find it easier to twist something he has reported to have said than if it is confirmed in writing that's not how the world works People can twist words however they want. But it's clearly written. Yeah, I bet as clear as the last time I saw you writing in your journal, spying on me for the Romans. People out there want to define all of us by our pasts. But we do things differently because of him. So off, off again. They pack up the camp. They leave enough firewood there for, for uh, you know, future, uh, you know, future people. And uh, off, off they go, walking together up, up to the next, to the next village. But Simon Peter ha- is on a mission, and he is desperate to get into Jesus's ear, and he needs to rectify again. Set up on the last episode. There's a lot of division beginning to brew. Who's the leader? Who should be trusted? What's going to happen? There's a new guy in town, Philip. Can we trust him? You know, there's all these different things. Uh, Matthew's writing down everything. What's what's going on about this? Simon needs to, you know, come along to Jesus and say, "Hey, this is not this is not good. What's going on here?" And uh, it's a really interesting conversation where basically Jesus is like, "Hey, dude, take a chill pill, man. Like, I know what's going on." Simon, I love how you are trying to make things better for the whole group. You could stand to be a little nicer sometimes, but you're a leader. You always have been, and always will be. I cherish that in you, and I will need it. I will need it in time. Every one of these people I have called for a reason. Each of them brings something unique and important to the whole. I want every voice heard and none silenced. Everyone can learn from each other. One day, Simon, there will need to be more structure, and I see you playing a big part in it. Out of all humility, Rabbi, Why not now? Why not more structure today? Because I am still here. Yes, of course you're still here. Are you saying one day you won't be? It's a conversation for another time. Chill. You're not needed. That role, yeah, yeah. That role isn't needed right right now. Which uh, which I I absolutely love. Jesus is aware that Matthew's writing everything down. Jesus is aware of all of this because right now, and this is an interesting point. You know, when you have two sort of alpha dogs in the group, it can get a little bit tense. It can get a little bit tense. What was it? What, anything that you took away from this man, oh, bro? I I just love that they're trying to you know really. Once again, just drive home how many differences there were in that, you know, group that were chosen uh, yeah. by, you know, by Jesus. And whether, obviously, the, the interpretation of the personalities in this, uh, you know, it, its own thing. But realistically, when you look at the backgrounds of all these guys, Jesus chose a very eclectic group of people uh, yeah. for a purpose. And, man, they literally turned the world on its head. and. Yeah. There, there would have been some some tensions and differing of opinions along the way, and I've always just wanted to be a fly on the wall 
and see what it would have been like with these guys learning from the same teacher with such different, you know, experiences and worldviews come together as a unit, you know, and, and it's it's beautiful, man. I love the way that they're portraying it. Um, yeah. The uh, we get we get another conversation as uh, the the women uh, Mary and Rama come up to uh, Matthew, and they see Matthew as a bit of an ally as well because he's on the outer with mm. with the rest of the crew, and uh, they and he's got great they, dress sense as well, <laughs> um. <laughs> and he's got and he seems to have an endless collection a, a supply of uh, writing tablets and pens as well. Uh, yeah. So he, they the, the women come to him and say, "Listen, we've we've got an issue. We want to learn." Uh, how to read. We want to learn the Torah. We want to learn a passage from the Old Testament. You know, would you be willing to help us? And and Matthew's like, yeah, yeah, I want to do that as well. But uh, let me ask Philip. Let me ask this new guy, Philip. And they're mm. like, well, Philip, why Philip? And he's like, because he's kind to me. He's kind to me. And Thaddeus is kind to me. So I'll ask them. I don't ask yeah. the rest of them. And it's, it's just that bluntness of like this childlike bluntness from Matthew that we uh, that we love there. And again, shout out to, uh, shout out to uh, you know, uh, Thomas, Joey Vahidi, Joey Vahidi there, uh, playing newcomer, newcomer there to the, to the, to the, uh, to the crew. Uh, I love the fact that he comes up and is like, hey, ladies, I can help you because he's betrothed. <laughs> Everything good up here? Yes. We're going to study Torah. Who? You and Mary? And Matthew. <laughs> Matthew doesn't know anything about Torah. How do you know what Matthew knows? That's the point. And you don't read? I wasn't sent to Hebrew school like you, so that's exactly what I learned from Mary first. It's not like we're trying to be teachers or anything. We just want to learn more. Anything you need to know, you can always ask me. Be happy to answer any questions. You know that, right? Of course. Good. You know, he's betrayed, and they're like, "Yeah, that's nice. We're not interested in what you can share with us, mate. We're going to go to, we're going to go to Matthew instead." It's really, really funny, as uh, you know, someone who's trying to impress uh, impress a lady there. Um, so the, we find out where they're going to. They're going to Caesarea Philippi uh, is is where the where the crew are headed to, uh, and uh, uh, Philip is uh, very excited because this is the place of one of his best friends, and he hasn't seen his best friend for years, but he's desperate to uh, go see his best friend. Uh, and it just so happens that uh, you know his best friend is Nathaniel, uh, the guy mm. that we've met, the Jewish architect whose life has been destroyed, uh, and we get that great scene again shout out to the camera work here and the direction here that great scene where we see philip asleep in his bed and the place is a disaster zone and the camera goes all the way around it's a very long scene it's a very long cut no cuts it goes all the way around and we see from knocking on the door then uh, heading over to the window and then jumping into the window <laughs> philip gets his <laughs> way in there and wakes up his mate and says uh i had a calling I don't regret it, but while you were in the city being validated by top professionals, I was in the wilderness with a lot of yelling. I don't deny occasionally being jealous that you had actual physical evidence to show for your efforts. A pile of rubble. You don't know what your impact was or will be. No, I have a good idea what it'll be. A cold day in Gehenna before they hire another Jew. I thought I knew where God was putting me to. So what are you doing here? 
<laughs> I thought you were out making enemies all over the place. I'm about to make a whole lot more enemies all over the place. John sent me to someone new. Oh, you sure know how to pick him. He's not just anyone. That's what you said about the baptizer. And I was right. But this is... more. Mm. This is who the baptizer has been preparing us for. Mm. Nathaniel. He's the one. The one? The one who Moses foretold and the prophet said would come. The one? Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph. Nazareth. <laughs> Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Oh, <laughs> little dump on a craggy hilltop. I'm serious. No paved roads, no public buildings. <laughs> they barely have a synagogue. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling it like it is. Why can't I do that? Because you're mean. The families. Illiterate day laborers and peasants, by the way, sleep under the same roof as their livestock. Listen to me. Honestly, Philip, saying the one is a Nazarene is practically heresy. Just come and see. Mm. And that that conversation, that scene, um, yeah. was brilliant because I mean, you're you're a bit of a visual nerd, and yeah. some of the camera work in that conversation was. Uh, not exactly textbook style how how most people would want to set that up, but they pulled exactly. it off crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. can you, feel, as someone who, you know, is a bit of a nerd in that world, you might be able to, yeah. you know, so pull what, that apart what, a bit. There's a there's basically a rule, and all rules when it comes to filmmaking are made to be broken. So there's it basically, if you imagine two people talking, and in this scene they're uh, they're they're sitting with their on the floor with their backs to uh, you know the, to the bed. So the two of them are sitting on the floor facing the same direction. Now what you would usually do is have an establishing shot of the two of them, which they do. They ha you'd have a shot. Over Phillips, you know, sort of from Phillips' side looking to, you know, towards Nathaniel. But but you don't ever go behind them. You don't ever cross over at a certain point and film from the other way or else it starts getting a bit confusing about what direction. You want to film from the direction where if Philip turns his head, he's looking at Nathaniel. And if Nathaniel is turning his head, he's looking at that. You don't want to cross over where all of a sudden they're looking in the wrong direction, right? Mm. It's sort of filmmaking 101. But they do it multiple times in this scene. They yeah. go from behind and, again, rules are made to be broken. And by going behind them and filming very intimately how close they're sitting and how they're leading into each other, it actually draws you deeper into yeah. the scene. You sort of find yourself leaning in a little bit further into the scene because you're seeing it from almost behind you know the the visual presentation. It's a very mm. clever way of it, filmmaking. It was, a, it was a cool scene, man. I, you know, and the conversation itself too. Yes, in in the in the end, Philip is doing what Philip is famous for in the in the in the Gospels, and this is, uh, you know, a beautiful moment that they that they bring out, uh, you know, of of this relationship. And again, shout out shout out to uh, Yoshi, yes. who's playing uh, who, who's playing Philip here. He does it in such a way, so intensely, but so warmly, to say, "Come and see, come and see this rabbi." I promise. Just come and see this rabbi. That's all I'm asking you to do. And uh, that leads us up to 
you know, and again, we're basically into into you know into Act Three territory here now in in, in the episode, where uh, you know it leads up to this amazing scene where Jesus, uh, you know, gets to get to meet these two. So uh, it's a scene that we've been all anticipating. It's a scene that we know well if you've read through the and studied the New Testament. So I want to I want to get into it and uh, you know break it apart here. It's only very very short at the end of this episode, but let's take another quick break. And I'm going to throw you in the deep end here a little bit earlier uh, than usual. Uh, time for a profit pick. Bring us the song oh, yeah. pick, mate. Bro, it is, it, it's the perfect one. I've been sitting <laughs> on this one and I know I've been flogging this album to death because this. I think this is maybe the third time I've called on this album. <laughs> but from Evangel, uh, from the album uh, Eyewitness Encounters, there's a track called In the Shade or Under the Tree and it is him retelling uh, this encounter that this eyewitness has with Jesus who saw him under the tree. And I I guess listen to this and then it'll really set up what we're about to break down uh, yeah. in the next uh, next chart. Oh, perfect, perfect setup here. Perfect setup here. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we need more albums like this yeah. from Evangel. Evangel, if you're listening, we need more albums like this from you, buddy. Bro, you know what? I'll, I'll put my hand up. I'll, I'll do a couple of tracks like this. Why not? Yes. Why not? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, all right. So without without further ado, let's have a listen to it. Evangel for the amazing album Eyewitness. This is uh, otherwise a song we, we like to call Under the Tree. Here on the unofficial chosen broadcast. Here comes Philip, confident, strong, claiming they found the Messiah like that wasn't wrong. Ha, there's no need for debating. He's the great king we've been awaiting, of whom Moses and prophets wrote. It's Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph, happy like he had a gift. Let's not trip Philip as if anything could comes out of Nazareth like anything could or everything's fabulous. Let's not get psyched up. Call me a skeptic then to accepting him, because according to the prophet, Prophet Micah, he'd come from Bethlehem, not Nazareth. Keep tabs on this from the scriptures before having this kid mixed up in your fixation. Just stop, cause your topics trouble as I pop your bubble and cause deflation. But that's just a summary, but he's telling me to come and see, so let's see. In the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled, just laying like grazing cattle, amazed what lays in the shadows. In the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled, just laying like grazing cattle, amazed what lays in the shadows. This man starts approaching me like Nathaniel, an Israelite of no deceit. Then the wonder hits me. He said, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. A place to lay, a space to pray, a taste of basic shade. This statement made displays his greatness, erase my faithless way. Hey, this is the long-awaited, anticipated day. He's more than a sharp individual, rabbi, son of God, king of Israel. Because he said he saw me under the fig tree. It made me believe. He said, you will see greater than these. Verily. Verily, meaning primarily understand Heaven will open and you will see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man Because I was in the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled Just laying like grazing cattle, amazed what lays in the shadows In the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled 
just making like grazing cattle Amazed what lays in the shadows As he mentioned this, I had to reminisce And go way back to Genesis chapter 28 With Jacob laid up under a tree perhaps to meditate This ladder he dreamed of Went from earth to heaven like steam does While the earth never changes orbit Due to this ladder with up and down angels on it Am I disillusioned or is this an illusion To Jacob's big conclusion He designates where the angels ascend and descend as heaven's gate Now is he the ladder that's later or ladder Or is the matter he's greater He equates himself to the gate of heaven We need help with this data in the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled, just laying like grazing cattle, amazed what lays in the shadows. In the shade, in the shadows, unfazed, unrattled, just laying like grazing cattle, amazed what lays in the shadows. Evangel with Under the Tree. Have a look for it on your streaming platform uh, of choice. It is a great song there. You're back on Tuckbar, the unofficial chosen broadcast. DJ and the Prophet as we're breaking down the final parts here of Season 2, Episode 2, I Saw you. This is uh, this is built up to this last scene here that we have uh, as as Philip is bringing Nathaniel to come and see this new rabbi, this teacher. Now, Jesus. It opens up with Jesus walking out of a doorway. Uh, is it was 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 it a bathroom? Uh, was it a toilet? Yeah, was well, it? I, I don't. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just been wandering off like throughout the episode. He's just like, yes. hey, I'm my own man, guys. All right, I'm my own man. Yeah. I'll do I do what I need to do. And again, shout out to shout out to the new uh, set design, the new mm. filming. This is a gorgeous scene. A go- look. I'm just talking about the visuals. It's at night. You've got all this beautiful, glowing, fiery light everywhere. It's beautiful. It's underneath like a. Uh, it's like underneath a small bridge. You know, you've got this beautiful archway around them. It is a beautifully shot scene as they sort of come down and there's a bit of a valley effect there's a little walkway and they're both coming down to the center point under this uh, under this thing it is gorgeously shot and the funniest thing here is is uh in this whole scene uh and and, and it's it's played as and this is what the chosen is getting really good at doing there's an element of it that's being played for laughs and that played for laughs is philip grinning like grinning like a happy puppy that has brought you know brought a, a treat to his uh, master look what i've done like this the look on on, on philip's face is absolutely hilarious cuz he knows what nathaniel's up for and yeah. then we get the sincere sincerity and all, and directly from scripture, directly from scripture. Uh, mm. And again, we know that the, the, this is a television show based on the life of Christ, based on the New Testament. It is not meant to be word for word exegesis out of the Bible, but at moments where they build it, uh, you know, to the point where they can bring the scripture to life as they do in this scene. Mm. Holy. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Molly, buddy. Bye like, bye. oh my goodness. Well, this is a good night. You know who stands beside you there? This is my friend, Nathaniel. Yes. 
the truth teller. I'm sorry? Man is often deceitful. And Israel began with Jacob, a bit of a deceiver, yes? Yes. But one of the great things about you is you are a true Israelite in whom there is no deceit. What did you say about me? What is this? How do you know me? I have known you long before Philip called you to come and see. When you were in your lowest moment, and you were alone, I did not turn my face from you. I saw you under the fig tree. Right. Do, do you know what I love the most about it is even though, like you said, it's it's based on it and it's it's based on the surroundings giving a you know what could possibly be some options of what some of the background stuff was like. Yes. When there is a scene that is a direct conversation from scripture, it it yeah. is like the apex of the episode and it is given just the utmost like respect, almost like it's like they're really just approach it in such a way that it, it gives yeah. reverence to that oh. particular scene. And I really like that because it's almost a reminder of, you know, when you finally prepare yourself to go, you know, this is a, a show, it's a telling, you know, I'm yeah. not, I've got to drop my expectations of the scriptural side or whatever. When they do do a scene that is direct scripture, it That's is it. done in a way that, okay, they are approaching it with, respect with with yes. some sort of reverence to say you know we're gonna try and do this proper when we do it that and, way and i really love that oh um, mate and, and to get and to get a little bit meta for a moment with what the writers are trying to do and i believe what dallas is trying to do here on 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 the show or at least what i'm picking up is is the times they embellish around scenes like this is to give the non-biblically literate a little bit more of a clue as to the weights to the mm. weight of the word. Now I know someone's going to be upset with me about that and say, "No, the word should just be spoke." You know, like the, the Bible should yeah. just be spoken, and blah 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. You and I know the Bible backwards and forwards, so we know that when Jesus sees Nathaniel and says, "Ah, a true Israelite." <laughs> who's his no deceit. He's doing a play on words on the history of where the word Israel comes, of who was Israel. He was Jacob mm. the deceiver. You know, there's this yeah. cultural thing that Jesus is doing that is, if you know the Bible, you know what he's doing back here. Why does he say, here's a true Israel, Israelite and where there's no deceit? You know, there's no mm. deception amongst him. It's because Jacob, the history of the Jews, is one of deceit, you know, type of thing. And so to have Jesus explain that a little bit, look, I, I, I get what they're putting down. I get why they're doing it. And for anybody to complain and go, well, hang on, Jesus doesn't actually say that in that passage in the New Testament. 
It's like, guys, this is a TV show trying to bring people up to speed on, you know, thousands of years of, of Jewish history yeah. in, into the life of Christ. I love it. I love it. And it is played so well between uh, Jonathan Rumi and, uh, you know, and, and uh, young, you know, Nathaniel here. Uh, uh, what's his name who's playing Nathaniel? Austin Reed Allerman. So shout out to Austin Reed Allerman here who's playing Nathaniel. He is both bewildered and mm. in awe. Like the the levels of reaction he's going through as Jesus is revealing more about him, you know, and then building to the scene, to the moment, which gets me choked up every time I talk about it, where he says, I saw you. I mm. saw you when you were quiet. Oh, woo. <laughs> wee Ah, gets me every time. Again, it gets me because of the twofold thing. This is the beautiful part of it. Is it gets you because you know the scripture, you know the you know you know the passage, you know where it's going. It's like we're not being spoilt because we've it's you know we 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 know it, but to see them acting out what we've read, you know, all of our life, mm. and and the acting is so good and the scene is so good, where where mm-hmm. because Nathaniel is such a truth teller. When Jesus is able to say, hey, I saw you under the tree, Nathaniel, uh, you know, Nathaniel's response that we see in the scripture is, oh, you are the son of God. I'm following mm. you. That's it. That's all I needed. And Jesus is, Jesus is like, whoa, that didn't take much. But the, the beautiful thing in this in this reaction here is uh, Philip, the way that they write Philip. Philip is like, yes, score. Like, you yeah. know, like, here we go. My buddy gets to come along with us, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. It no, is. It is man. And there's so yeah. many cool, like, uh, I don't know if it was intention, if it was intentional or not, but so many cool things of, of this, like, feeling seen for the first time like with Oof. you know the subtleties of of the Matthew thing with with Philip that he he feels visible to somebody you know he's he's actually making making a connection he's not some invisible dude with his notepad yeah. anymore and then at, at the same kind of time this type of thing is happening on a ridiculous level with with Jesus and his new disciple it's awesome yeah yeah again again very well done very well done uh scene playing it both sincerely and then also having the moments of laughter there it's it's a beautiful mm. moment and for me who's an emotional mess while I'm watching the the chosen most times tears in my eyes and then to have an in joke you know between them saying hey I am the son of man by the way that's me uh even even just the little moment when Jesus uh you know, you know, Jonathan Rumi, the actor playing Jesus, puts his hand on Nathaniel's shoulder, and Nathaniel like can't even focus on what Jesus' teach is saying to him. Mm. He's just looking at, you know, at the, <laughs> the hand on the shoulder. Like I've just confessed that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, and and then I and then you're touching me. He's you just see this awe in his face. It's so well done. It's yeah. so well done. But this, uh, you know, uh, 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 joyful uh, little moment is. Um, um, you know, is 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 broken up by uh, Peter and Andrew, the two brothers, running in saying, "Look, the next town is is going mental for you. Your your fame is uh, is is building because we've got an early start in the morning. There are people already gathering to be healed by you, and uh, you can you, that, and you see that the that that Andrew and Peter." Are thrilled. They're excited. Like, yes, we're going. Like, but you happening. get we're, this. We're starting. 
We're yeah. about to start. Yeah. yeah, it's it's finally happening. But you get a wonderful, wonderful moment in Jonathan Rumi's face there playing Jesus where he he's happy for them and he's smiling, but there is pain behind his eyes as, mm. you know, as he knows what's really, really, you know, what they're marching towards here. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much, uh, you know, wrapped up here. And uh, you know, as as it wraps up, uh, you've got uh, you know one one more um, one more little conversation between Nathaniel, Jesus, and Philip, as they you know he basically says uh, you know you, you you can you start tomorrow? Let's go. Let's you know you're joining us here. Uh, so uh, that is that is it. That is uh, season two. I uh, season two episode two. I saw you. Uh, uh, I want to. I want to uh, get our uh, concluding thoughts and scores. We might even cut this episode a little bit shorter than usual because mm. we've got some demands on our recording time today, our schedule. So let's take one last quick little break, and we'll be back in just a moment to wrap everything up here on this episode of Tuckba. Travelling with DJ Payne and the Prophet on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. The television show is The Chosen. The broadcast that you're listening to is the unofficial Chosen broadcast. I'm your host, DJ Payne. With me is the mighty, legendary uh, microphone fiend himself, the <laughs> prophet, all-round legend. And uh, we're here together as uh, as as I've watched this, uh, this season multiple times. Prophet's watching it for the first time through. And we want to conclude and wrap Wrap up our thoughts around episode two of season two. I saw you. Uh, we've just finished talking about the uh, the outlay here, man. What are your What are your takeaways on 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 this oh, episode, man? There's there's so many from this one. Uh, there's so many around. You know, choosing the right type of people to to journey with. Um, you know, the importance of of having that. You know, mentor figure in your life, someone that's that's pouring into you, somebody that's you know, like a rabbi type person for you. But uh, I, I think one reflection for me is, you know, like many people, um, uh, especially in the last couple of years, we found ourselves in that situation under the tree a little bit where yeah. we're almost having to let go of of what we thought things were going to look like. Um, you know, our, our plans that didn't come to pass, our entire direction of life almost um, where, where things change for a lot of people. And, you know, we almost have symbolically for many of us sat there burning our plans and oh. looking up to the skies like why, you know, what's what's going on, you know? And and I guess another thing that's, that sucks for a lot of people that, you know, during these last couple of years is certain people thrived in certain ways yeah. and it, it, it kind of rubs salt in the wound a little bit because you want to be happy for people, but it's like flip <laughs> what 
what did I do wrong? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and oh, I'm sure mate. a lot of people have been in that that situation, especially in the last couple of years where people have had to literally toss their, their ambitions out the window for, for a career that didn't happen or had to shut up shop for your own business or have had to, you know, uh, be separate from family members or lose family members or, man, heaps. But to know that, you know, this kind of story is a bit of a reminder to to explore the passages again that time and time again you're reminded that you're not alone and and God's there with you and yeah. and he sees you and and he knows and he's he's waiting um you know to to put his hand on your shoulder so to speak and it's it's a beautiful thing and and I think quite often and it's a reminder for me too that calling out to God um although it's okay to do that you know when you're at your wits end Sometimes we don't need to put that at the bottom of our list to to take things to God, um, you know what I mean, and 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 have that moment to cry out and not um, have that as a last resort. Anyway, that's that's just a, a personal reflection to somehow tie it in with oh. probably many people's experience over the last few years. I tell um, you, dude, you you you're you you're spitting facts here for for so many people, and uh, yeah, the last last couple of years, and it'll be interesting how people remember this in in future years and decades. If people are listening to this in the future, hello, future mm. people, if you're listening to this, <laughs> but uh, you know, the years 2020, 2020 and twenty twenty one, uh, I don't know what the history books will record, but for a lot of people, it was a very 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 dark time. Uh, mm. As things were locked down and, and and as you say, futures were taken away, not by choice, but by some disaster out, mm. beyond our control, just like Nathaniel had, you know, his whole building collapse in front of him yeah. and, uh, you know, his, his whole life was gone up in smoke. Uh, it, it is, that is a, uh, a, a beautiful thing. Uh, I also took away the, the absolute um, joy and uniqueness of, that is kindness that we see in Philip. Mm. This 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 kindness that he has to everyone in the group, this warmth and attraction he has uh, that he builds immediately with Matthew, and the care that he has for one of his best friends to bring him back to you know to bring him to Jesus, who you know that he mm. know, who he knows you know he knows who this guy is. Uh, so I guess you know we all want to be a little bit more like Philip. We all want to be, you know, looking for that person who needs help, looking for that, for that ostracized person uh, who, who needs, who, who is going to thrive just with a little bit uh, mm. more of friendship. You know, uh, I, I, and I immediately, you know, I even though this is the first episode he's in. I feel like I've known this guy. I'm drawn to Philip. I want yeah, him to be yeah. my mentor. You yeah. know, I uh, yeah. And so I uh, I don't know if you know talking about this episode with multiple people. I don't know if it's a male thing. And I often I often you know uh, you'll you'll hear me talk about uh, you know the the uh, you know I get in trouble all the time talking about the differences between the sexes in the day and age that we live. But I think young men need a mentor. You know, mm. I think middle-aged men need a mentor. I think everybody needs that, you know, men need other men to, to talk to and to be, uh, you know, someone who's just a couple of steps ahead on the journey to, to, to have that iron sharpens iron moment and to be able to be real with each other there. So uh, I, I really... Uh, I loved uh, this introduction to this to this character, mm. and and he's bringing like a really um, 
you know, a big warmth to the uh, to to the uh, to the crew. I do need to give a massive shout out yet again to uh, to newcomer uh, Austin Reed Allman or Allman. I don't know how to pronounce his his last name there. Uh, he's he's Ailman, Ailman, I think. I I don't know. How would you pronounce it? It's A double L E M A N. A double L E M A N. Allman. Yeah, Allerman. Allerman. I I might have to do some research here. Uh, He is um, Allerman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Austin, please let us know how 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 we pronounce your name. What if the A Uh, is silent? Then we've we're all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can just call him by his initials, <laughs> A-R-A, the A-R-A here. Uh, uh, Austin, um, he's he's based in New York City, uh, actor, musician. He's been he's had a lot of bit parts in uh, television shows, Law and Order, uh, little behind the scenes, uncredited, you know, sort of scenes. But a shout out to him because he, he is in uh, one of my all-time favourite television shows. He's in the television show Mr. Robot. I don't know if anybody oh. else is a fan of Mr. Robot. He has a... Um, a, a minor bit part in two episodes, but a crucial bit part in two episodes here. He plays, and again, spoilers, I, I guess, for Mr. Robot. The main character of uh, Mr. Robot is Elliot, uh, played by Rami Malik. He plays Rami Malik's double in two episodes of, of the show. And a re- it's a real head, sp- head spin of a show. If you've never seen Mr. Robot, it's layers upon layers upon layers. And, uh, um, you know, so a great, uh, you know, if I if we ever get to interview Austin here, I'm going to be spending half the time talking about working on The <laughs> Chosen Robot. and the other half other half talking about Mr. Robot because I love that show so much. So uh, shout out to him to him here. And he does, he does a phenomenal, um, for such a newcomer, he does a powerhouse in acting uh, you know, total believability in every scene that he's in. So I'm so excited that they're adding such awesome cast to this already cast that we love uh, mm. here in season two. I'm so, I'm so excited. All right, dude, we've got to give it a score out of 100. Well, I went I went first last time. Oh, so dude. I'm, I'm- oh, dude. Listen, I, I'm I'm going to say, you know, we need we need to give uh, we need to give it a. Uh, we need to give some space for season two. So, oh man, it's hard we, to not. It's hard to not just leap leap into a huge. Oh, we score, struggle. Eh? We struggle with last episode. We struggled, we gave the last last episode. So so season two episode one thunder. We gave we gave ninety percent. Is this higher or lower than last week's episode? Man, I'm gonna go because I can do this because I'm fine with odd numbers. I'm going to give it 89. I'm going to give it one click underneath last week's episode because last week has still got me got me shaking here, man. Mm, there you go. I'm. This is this is quite weird because you're you're usually um, below me. So this yeah. this this might be the first time ever, and it might just be the whole odd number thing. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I want to give it a high, uh, but but not it didn't. For for different reasons, it didn't hit me as yeah. hard as the first one, but it was incredible, yeah. especially the you know the the conversations. But uh, I'm going to go 88. Oh, um, uh, this is the first. I think this is the first ever time I've given a lower score than you. It might be. It might be. Yeah. We're in we're in uh, new territory here on but the show. It's still uh, great though. 88. It's score. It's it, it's it's very very score. So uh, profit prediction. Where do you think we're going from here, buddy? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm hoping that it just follows straight on as some episodes do 
Um, I'm hoping it doesn't go on a tangent only because I want to see this excitement build of, hey, people are waiting for you. Let's do it. Yeah. And and we've got yeah. glimpses of, you know, the public ministry, glimpses of the teaching, but I would love for him to just dive headfirst into, okay, the people are gathered. Let's let's go down and, and let's get started on what we came here to do. You okay. Know? So, bit, of, bit of public ministry in action. Yeah, Kane, Kane. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, well, we'll 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 see what happens there. Uh, and look, lastly, wrap up because we've got a hard out. Both of us have got to get out of here uh, quickly. And and and, Prof, as always, thank you for your time. But is there anything that we've seen in this episode? Anything that you've experienced in this episode? You think, mate, we've got to put that into the uh, into the unofficial chosen shop. Or Ooh. I can three D, or is there something you can three D print from, uh, you know, from this episode? I mean, the first thing that came to mind is in our in our beautiful uh, part of our shop that has the leather goods with mm. the with the with the you know the the Jesus backpack being the 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 ultimate item in there. We now have a Nathaniel satchel. Nathaniel Ooh. side satchel because he's got that beautiful leather he's side the, satchel. He's got the satchel. It's got yeah. his. It's got his. You know, architectural stuff in it. His notes. Yeah. I, I think. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. We should get yeah. a satchel for when the occasion doesn't call for the backpack. Exactly. Here's your satchel. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the satchel's got a little side pocket in it for your flint and your rock there to be able to start fires <laughs> willy nilly wherever you need to go. If you need to burn up your dreams at any point, you've oh, got geez. that sitting right there in the satchel. <laughs> <laughs> if life throws you a curveball, pull out that flint. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it all up. Burn it all up. Yep. Uh, listen. Um, let's uh, let's uh, thank everybody for, for for listening in. Please tell a friend about the show. Uh, tell a friend about this this show that we do. Get some more listeners in here. If you're the type of person that rates and reviews a podcast out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to, if you can rate it and review it five stars, give it the top marks, we really, really appreciate it as well. But uh, next week, we'll be back. Prof, take us away, bud. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, will we be entering public ministry zone or will we have another tangent? Who knows? But... Bring your satchel along and take some notes on the tuck bar. (laughs) Thank you for downloading and listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. New episodes of this show are broadcast first on Fridays over on the tally.live. The podcast version then comes out the following Monday. You can subscribe for free in all good podcasting apps. The growing conversation about The Chosen is brought to you by The Tally.Live. The Tally is a new kind of online streaming Christian radio station. Listen and join The Tally family over at www.thetally.live. Until next time, remember, you are chosen. This was another DJP.FM production.